talking about? I listened to the low post and they were talking about uh, Bronny and Wimbenyama and the bottom four teams. Um, I started listening to the low post. They were talking about Bronny and they're like, um, I mean, not, I'm sorry, not Bronny. Victor Wimbenyama. And then I got caught up doing other stuff. So what did they, they say? So when they get to Bronny, like mm-hmm. uh, the Jonathan G- Gavoni guy. Uh, yeah. He, he, he's on the he, ringer, I think, right? Yeah, he's he's got um, he's got Bronny now slotted in on the mock draft for twenty twenty four as a lottery pick. Okay, and it and it surprised a lot of people. And he said it's less about Bronny than it is about the draft. He was talking about how like Bronny's draft is going to be like a really really bad draft. Okay, I got you. And that Bronny's in one of like the worst high school classes in recent memory. Um. Well, so he was like, he he was like, Bronny's good, really good. He's like a McDonald's All American and everything, but mm-hmm. like, he's he's also in a really, really, really bad draft class. But when can he be drafted? Is it next year? Twenty twenty four. So next year he'll be playing at more than likely at some college. Okay. Well, I mean, so and right now it's, end... it's looking more and more like he's going to Oregon. Okay. I mean, so, so long as he doesn't end up drafted by Orlando, I think LeBron would follow him in any, anywhere. LeBron said he would never play in Orlando. Yeah, he said he retired before he went to Orlando. Yeah. He might change his mind, though. I mean, why would he? I mean, it's a good team. If they, if they, if it's they a good team. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Especially if Brody get drafted by Orlando, you play with that's that's a that's a stacked team. You don't want to live in Orlando. I think that was more of what he was saying. Is like, I mean, yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to live in Orlando. <laughs> Where are you gonna live, man? You gotta. Play. I mean, you can live. You can live in Miami. You can live in uh, Tampa. You can live. You can live in Florida. You just don't have to live in Orlando. Well, I hope Bronny gets drafted. I mean, good for him. Man. I don't pay attention to any like high school. He's in high school, right? He's yeah. he's he's a senior in high school. He's on the Olympic team right now. I saw that. And they only take twelve high schoolers for that. Yeah, start so the program early. So, so he's now in the top twelve high school players. Well, they have to continue the the program, which is getting all the young guys in the Team USA. Yeah, and that's how they do it. So kudos to that. That that's a good that's a good sign actually, because like you said, it's only so many spots. Yeah, they they, they said they said on the low post that there was twelve spots. So he's he's one yeah. of twelve high schoolers who got that spot. Nope. Yeah, so they ain't they ain't letting just anybody have those spots. No. <laughs> so that's a good sign right there. Well, good luck to him, man. Yeah, I got nothing to Which I'm 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 happy the the which I, I always kind of knew it would be the the I guess the aspect of he was a bad prospect that like I don't think anyone said he was a bad prospect. Well, it seems like the the tide was turning a little bit where people was like, oh, 
he's not – he might go in the second round. I remember we talked about that, like, last year or whatever. Well, I was always the one that asked, it. do you know if he's good or not, because I don't follow it. Right. And so I think a lot and it, it, I mean it was it was scouts that were saying this though too. It was it wasn't just like normal people. And Jonathan so Gaboni said like if if it was a more stacked draft, he could fall into like the late first, early second round. He's yeah. got him in he's got him in like the late lottery now. Right. It's not a good draft. No one from specifically from that draft is standing out. Except well, I there's, think there's like one guy from Lithuania who's like standing out. I think it's too early to say all that. Like, you know, it's a terrible draft, this and that. I think we, I think like they were saying, like, like there's only really been one terrible draft the last 10, 15 years. Outside of that, they've been pretty good. Like, if you're just saying, like, oh, there's not enough like superstar guys that we knew are surefire things that's different but it's the whole it's it's a terrible draft i wouldn't say it's a terrible draft i would just say there's not enough surefire superstars or guys we think could be superstars right now in that draft and also again it's too early it's two years away essentially the anthony edwards lamello draft is starting to look like a bad draft you forgot Tyrese Wait, Halliburton which one? is in that draft. You forgot Tyrese yeah. Halliburton is in that draft. Yeah, yes, but but there's only like three guys in that draft that are like all star level good players. Is it Franz Wagner from that draft? No, mm-hmm. no, Franz is from the next one. You sure about he, that, man? Yeah, Franz is from the Suggs draft. Oh, okay. We're talking about the Ant and uh, Lamelo draft, right? The Ant and Lamelo draft. Halliburton. Right, but like if you once you look at the top ten of that draft, like outside of Patrick Ant, Williams is good. He's okay. He's okay. He's okay. No, he's good. He's good. But that's, but that's got what, Tyrese. I'm, I'm not, look, uh, we, we got Josh uh, Green. Got Josh Green. Cole Anthony is decent. Yeah, it's guys who are Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey probably needs to be on another team before we kind of do him. RJ well, Hampton just got so- released. Basically, you're talking about Wiseman hasn't panned out. Uh, and our, I yeah. mean, that's the Killian draft where Killian got and, and Denny Abadabia yeah. got overdrafted because they were. I think Killian just needs team. another team because, uh, what you call it, was talking about, Devoni was talking about him too. They were talking about for yeah. a minute. I think he just needs another team. Jalen Smith. Yeah, that, it's. it's that it's, a draft, it's a draft where there's like some good guys on the dra- in there, but like they're just going to be good guys who are like. Well, that's what I mean when I when I say like, oh, but that's not. I wouldn't say that's a terrible draft. But you got though. three all stars in that. You got three all. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Tyrese Halliburton, and you got a little Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that's a terrible draft though. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say that. And I think that's what I think that's probably going to be the template for 2024. Is something similar to that, so I wouldn't say that's a terrible draft. I think isn't the Giannis draft a bad draft here? Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I was referring to when I said the only draft. Yeah. That's probably the only draft I would consider a terrible draft. Outside of that, you you have if you're getting at least three all stars from the draft, it's not terrible. 
You, I think you, I think there might even be three All Stars from the Giannis draft. Did Giannis? Did Victor Oladipo well, an All Star one year? No. Um, who else? Got to look and see. Giannis, Victor Oladipo is an All Star one year. Is uh? Whatever happened to Denzel Valentine? Is Denzel Valentine still in the league? Mm, yes and no. Was he in the G League or something? I, I think he's. I think he's in the G League. Oh, Rudy Gobert's in that draft. I think Rudy Gobert's an All Star. Yeah. So that's the three. That's three so that's the three. Yeah, Rudy Gobert's been Defensive Player of the Year how many years? Two. I think he's won it like three or four, bad. right? Such a bad draft, three? though. It is. Yeah, but if you've got a, a, an all-generational player that's not a bad draft, Giannis is a top 15, top 20 type guy. Well, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess the reason you would call it a bad draft is because, yes. No, I don't disagree. Out, but like He panned out out of nowhere. But, like, if you look at the top 10 of that draft, like, the top 10 guys are all, all are different, different well, levels. Well, the problem with dra- like, that draft is the number one pick was a total bust, Anthony Bennett. Well... CJ McCollum at 10 isn't a bad player. He just never became an all-star. No, but he's well, not but that's not his fair, though. That he mean he he pretty much is an all-star. He just never gets picked because he's a guard in the West. Yeah, he's Mike right. Conley. He's Mike so, Conley. That's a sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not really he, he, fair. You're right. I mean, you're if right. you want to count him. He's probably on that list of guys who took over the Mike Conley best yeah, He's Mike Conley without the sympathy. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. You mean, do you think he did sympathy? No, he's not Mike Conley. Mike Conley was borderline all star like every year and just not getting in because because he was guarded hard. Yeah, CJ on the other hand, I wouldn't. He was playing with Dame. It wasn't. He wasn't the only guard on his team, so he doesn't. He doesn't get the same sympathy. So it's not the same. He's Mike Conley, but it's not the same. It's not the same. But he's ben not even Alex Len, Cody Zeller, like these guys. He's never going to get the the fake All Star appearance. Like D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell, and Mike Conley have the same fake All Star appearance. Yeah, he might. I, I mean, CJ might get it. Actually, he might. He might. Too, I think it might be too late, man. How old is CJ? Well, no. How old is he? He's now? only uh, thirty one. Thirty. I yeah, think CJ, I, I think for CJ thirty one, he'd have to move to the East. I don't think he'd get. Well, that shit. that would help. That would help. But I think he can get <laughs> it in the West if the Pelicans, depending on what what happens with the Pelicans the next three years, there's a yeah. shot he could get. You get mean a fat ass could stay healthy and skinny boy could stay healthy? Again, <laughs> depending on what happens with the Pelicans in the next three years, he could he could possibly get an All Star berth. Uh, uh, chance here. I mean, you just look at this year. Like it was kind of as a little bit wacky. Like Anthony no, Edwards no has a fake All Star. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't call it fake. Well, it's the first of that you would hope it, it would be. Eventually, he get real All Star appearance, but that's a fake one. I wouldn't. I, I don't call it fake. The check is real, so it counts. I mean, is D'Angelo <laughs> you get a real Russell? check. Do you think D'Angelo Russell or uh, Mike Conley will ever be an all-star again? Uh, That's a tough (laughs) question. (laughs) Exactly. 
I mean, it's a po- it's possible. I think that's, I'd say it's probably more possible for D'Angelo Russell, and I doubt he'll ever get another All Star appearance. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think agree. it's possible, though. It's possible. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's likely, but it is possible. If he stays on the Lakers and they like balloon yeah. next year, like if they go like next year, if they go like forty and ten, I, he could probably get an All Star appearance. I mean, if he's still there, like I'm. I'm well, I'm, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Because I'm pretty sure we all think he's just going to be traded for like Kyrie Irving or something. Or okay, he'd probably be a signing trade with Dallas. The same yeah, is true about Dallas. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. The same would be true about Dallas if Dallas went like forty and ten next year. That's what it's going to have to would, be. It's going to be a signing trade. Yeah, yeah, he would, he would, he would probably get an All Star appearance. Mike Conley probably needs to move to the East to get an All Star appearance. No, Mike Conley's like old, man. I mean, he still can get an All Star appearance though. Because I, I actually, it's, it's, I actually it's possible. Think, I actually think the sign trade is going to happen. I think it's going to be especially like what, yeah, D'Angelo Russell and Rui or D'Angelo Russell and Beasley. Yeah, because I, I think Kyrie. that's the only thing of the All Star game I caught was um, LeBron jerking off to introduce Kyrie Irving. Yeah, <laughs> I come could, could, couldn't wait to pick Kyrie. They don't Irving. think he was jerking off to introduce Kyrie Irving. He was come like on. the wizard of the basketball court, Kyrie yeah, Irving. Oh, I think it's D'Angelo Russell and Rui for for Kyrie straight up. Uh no, it's probably just Russell versus uh Kyrie. No, no, I don't think they, um no no I don't think their they, numbers are gonna match. I think no, um, they, well no, nah, but they, they have enough they still have enough cap space. Like what is, what is Kyrie gonna be bring, looking for? Like forty million probably? Kyrie's not giving they're not giving him forty million. It'll be probably closer to thirty five. And what's but, uh, yeah, it'll probably uh, be thirty four, around thirty two or thirty five. What's D'Angelo Russell looking for? Like twenty something? Yeah. So that probably, yeah, probably. have to throw in so they'll have to throw in Rui or Beasley. Well, they 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 have cap space next year though. Not as much, not as much. It, like they were they were talking about on Windhurst that if they were to sign Kyrie, like for instance, if they were to just sign Kyrie instead of doing a sign and trade, they would have to renounce D'Angelo Russell. They'd have to renounce Rui. Yeah. They'd have to like renounce Beasley to bring him in. Yeah. But but it's but it's possible. You just again you just have to renounce them, which is which is essentially they have cap holds essentially. Yes. And those cap holds are usually sometimes bigger than what they actually sign for. I just rather keep I just rather keep the snitch than the Moses. <laughs> yeah, really? Uh, no, yeah, because at least you know DMs Russell's gonna play. At least play I know the snitch is gonna play. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Kyrie would be on his best behavior with LeBron. I don't know why. You don't I know that. Like... You don't know what could happen next year. Let's say there's some new virus or some new racial thing next year. I'm not. I don't trust Moses' ass. <laughs> I just feel like with 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 LeBron, he's gonna be on his best behavior. I don't. I think that's why LeBron also wants him because he knows. I hope you don't think I'm saying D'Angelo Russell is as good as Kyrie Irving because I'm not. Saying no, that. no, no. I no. I'm saying. I'm strictly saying. I believe that Kyrie Irving would be just on his best behavior. Well, I'll I'll believe it when I see it because of LeBron. I I just I just I I don't know why I feel like LeBron. that's. I understand that, and I think now that that relationship has changed somewhat because he, I think he apologized too. 
about what happened and whatnot afterwards because he said some stuff too. Could stay in Dallas. <laughs> but I, but for whatever reason, I think he'll be on his best behavior with Kev, with LeBron. I don't know why. Well, let's 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 even include best behavior. He's still gonna in, get injured. Like D'Angelo Russell, yeah. how old is D'Angelo Russell? 20, 25? 27. He just turned twenty seven yeah. today. I just yeah. rather I just rather keep that snitch. Than I mean, D'Angelo Russell is gonna get hurt though too. So that yeah, that's kind of like, washed though. I just rather keep the snitch. Like I don't want Moses. <laughs> Oh, and, and then especially when you factor it in that you're keeping D'Angelo, you're not just keeping D'Angelo Russell, like in light in all. Light well, also Russell. you're keeping the the cap space and also the potential to bring in more guys yes. too. Yes, and you don't have to get rid of Beasley or Rui. Like you're right, it's extra. I have to care less about Rui. I just don't want. I just don't want Kyrie. Well, you can also flip Rui though too. Yeah, I just don't want Kyrie, man. I don't trust Moses. <laughs> my thing is, is if you bring. Why would Kyrie, you trust me? Though, like, why would anyone? I, 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 I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think it's about trust at this point. I think it's just you kind of go with the devil, you know. So to speak. I know that the like, snitch isn't isn't like a mad case. He's just a snitch. Other than snitching, he hasn't had any other off the court shit, right? No, no. Yeah. But but there's also the on the court thing though. Well, see that's where I agree. Like he's not as good a player as Kyrie Irving, but it, like at least like well, but it's not. It's not even about the good as a player thing because even if he was, even if he was just like a fraction of Kyrie, then yeah, I I think you agree. But but he just makes like he makes bad decisions. Like that has nothing to do with him being a worse player than Kyrie. I mean, he is a he worse makes, player than Kyrie though. Well, but yeah, but that has but that has nothing to do with that. Him making bad decisions on the court, him not reading that is the part room. about being a worse player than Kyrie. He makes bad decisions on the court. Well, no, I mean from a talent standpoint, like well, you he's can, like you as talented as Kyrie Irving, that's for sure. Right, right. But I'm saying like he he can make up for without doing those things. Like if he was, if he didn't have the in if he didn't have what you know the intangible part. If he had all the intangibles and he was just a less talented player, that's part of it, yeah. And he's also slow. Yeah. He doesn't know how to keep the pace up. Like, he's not as good a player. Like, it's just a lot of players. A lot lot of players in the league will say that Kyrie is the most talented basketball player in the NBA. Yeah. Right. Like, from a talent standpoint. Yeah. He just doesn't ever keep it together. No. So far, so good in Dallas. Because he's trying to get a contract, man. Yeah. (laughs) So far, so good in Dallas. I don't know. Until he he asked for the trade, though, he was was doing good in Brooklyn. Yes. Until until then. You were about to give him a Lauren Jackson award for being on his best behavior for one month. He was, though. He was. He was doing good. (laughs) And And then he asked for the trade. Exactly, that proves the point. But 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 to be fair to him, the reason he asked for the trade was because the extension part came up and they didn't want to pay him. So I mean, that's kind of fair though. To be to and his to be fair to him, that is kind of fair. You you want to get traded and And go to somebody who will pay him. More power to anyone that pays him. I just don't want it to be my team. But if he if he he became a Laker, then I'd be like, yay! But deep down, I'd know. 
I don't so know. We'll, I feel, so, I, so we'll know your 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 yay Kyrie's a Laker post is fake. <laughs> well, no, because I didn't yay M- Mello one time at all last year. I was like, nah, fuck that, nigga. <laughs> I did not like <laughs> praise Mello at all, but yeah. Wait, he was he at he was at the LeBron game where LeBron no he was at the All Star game. Mello, he was right? at the all yeah he was at the All Star game Wade, right. Like, hey, yeah. hey, keep your ass out the league, man. Fuck you. I think he is. I think he's, I think I think at this point he's out the league. No, didn't Chris Paul said he wanted to sign Melo with uh, Durant? Yeah, yeah. Because that equals winning. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, don't I think know it was both of them, but well, I think it's more about the fact that you want Melo to be a part of, you know, the team. So when they win, he wins too. Okay. I think, I think it's more about that than anything. Yeah, Plus, you, just, you know, yeah. you want to be with your, you want to be with your buddy, you want to be with your friend. Getting your I wonder, friend I wonder why Denver hasn't tried to sign Melo. Isn't he a Denver legend? He is a Denver legend. He's not getting his number back because Jokic got it. Nope. So he's never getting his number retired in Denver. Jokic is. Jokic is going to get that number retired. They might, they might double retire it. Well, maybe they'll just retire. That'd be so name. weird. They could retire just the number fifteen, and then just like have both players there. No, you're gonna give it to the guy that won three MVPs in a row, not the fucking guy that never did shit. He got to the Western Conference. So did Jokic. Who gives a fuck? He got three <laughs> MVPs, man. It's Jokic true. is finally gonna start here in the Heat because every podcast is no nobody was happy that he was so far ahead in the straw poll. Now all the podcasts and TV shows like, well, he better win it this year. Yeah. yeah, I I I actually think what happened between our last podcast and this podcast is going to make a difference. I think Tatum is going to be higher up in the straw poll next time. He's fifth. It, it helps that he yeah, it helps that he won um, the All Star MVP. All Star MVP and did it with a fifty five point performance. Yeah, the All Star MVP of the the least liked All Star in the history of. Of all time that nobody watched. Hey, it's still a thing, and he scored still scored fifty five points. Yeah, how many All Star yeah. Game MVPs have actually won the MVP the same year? That's probably something. Uh, Michael couple. Jordan for Cause, sure. Cause right? Jordan, I think Curry almost did it last year, but he got hurt. Yeah. I'm uh, shy, has bro. LeBron done it? LeBron. LeBron's been All Star Game MVP a few times. Yeah. But I think he got, uh, his last All Star Game MVP was after he stopped winning MVPs. Right when they stopped qualifying him, um, yeah. it's it's usually it's usually the guys. I think in it the, might be seventies uh, and eighties. I think Westbrook might have been the last guy to win the MVP and the All Star Game MVP the same year. What year did Westbrook win the MVP? Seventeen, twenty sixteen. I think he won the All Star Game MVP. When did Kobe retire? Twenty sixteen. There you go. Yeah. And then he won it the next year, I think. He won two Dude. years in a row. I know that for sure. So, by the way, uh, it, it, I so Shaq, up, Jordan, Willis Reed, two players who've done all three, and it's Michael Jordan and Willis Reed are the only players who won finals MVP, MVP. finals MVP, and All Star MVP in the same year. So Shaq been done by, and then Shaq Shaq must have done it without the finals MVP. He no two thousand. 
He's got all yeah. three there. No, he won all three MVPs in 2000, dude. Yeah, in 2000. All right. Google's saying just Michael Jordan and Willis Reed. Well, did he win the, the, the All-Star Game MVP in 2000? Yeah. Yeah, so he must be on there. I, I Googled it, too. <laughs> he said said three players. Jordan did it twice. Willis I Reed figured and that. Shaq. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Cora, Cora, not Google, Cora is saying uh, those three. So that's oh, that's all. Is awesome. Westbrook the last guy to do it? MVP and All Star Game MVP the same year? I have to look it up now. I don't think so. Uh, well, let's see, NBA All Star MVP. Huh. This Kobe Bryant most valuable thing. Uh, let's see. Harden probably. Has Harden never won I MVP? No, Harden's won an All Star MVP. I think. I think I just I saw this. No. 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 I'm looking at the list now. I think you're right. It might be Westbrook because he I won think it back is to back years. He won back to back years. So. Uh, 2015 and 2016. Oh, no. He won an MVP the next year. So no. Okay, so that's not Westbrook. Okay. So he won when Anthony Davis won. MVP. Okay. So is it LeBron? Uh, it might be. Let's LeBron's see. got four no, MVPs. Let's see. 2008. Eight, it looks like would be the last time LeBron won an MVP when he might have won. This is last year, the second year. So now, LeBron's last year is no. last. LeBron's last MVP is that second year in Miami, right? Yeah, because he's got four. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the second to last year before he goes back to Cleveland. Okay. So, so, so it'd be his third year, I guess, in Miami. So, no, I guess it's Shaq. <laughs> Did LeBron win two back to back? No. So he won a split, then one MVP, and then back to back. Yeah, because Kobe, it was him, it was him, then Kobe, then him again, then Kobe again, then okay. oh him, it was, and then it's that year Kobe and Shaq won it. They tied. No, I'm talking about regular yeah. season MVP. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, yeah you're talking cool. about LeBron is is uh is uh oh nine oh ten twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. So okay. yeah. So yeah, I guess it's shot. I I know that like uh Jokic has two games because I listened to the Winners Pod. He has two big games, one against uh, Milwaukee and one against the Sixers to, like, so if he wins both those games, maybe he could, like, establish that he is the MVP again. I don't know. Well, uh, no, but it's not, I don't think it's as much as winning, as much as last time he faced the 76ers and B ate his lunch. And that's like the last that. time he faced the Bucks. Um, Jokic, I mean, uh, Giannis, ate, Giannis his ate his lunch. So that, that ain't got nothing to do with winning. That that has to do with the other player literally going at you <laughs> and you not doing anything about it. 
So, like... They're still the favorite to come out west, probably, right? No, Phoenix is. Oh, I forgot about Durant. Okay, yeah. By, yeah, by the number one seed, but if you go by the sports books, it's Phoenix. Which, which should also tell you something that Vegas has, I told you, Vegas has never believed in Denver. That tells you everything. Well, all you have to do is listen to the Winhurst pod yesterday, and Bond Temps was like, well, it comes to the playoffs, he's not in my top five. Said in the regular well, season, he's the MVP, but it, like Bond Temps, who does destroy a bowl, said, I'm not taking him over Kawhi in the playoffs. He's like, he's not in my top five in the playoffs. That's what he said. Yeah, yesterday. Which, which, I mean, that that's kind of telling that. The the well, guy other than, other than John on the show, me, you don't think that Denver's coming out the West. John, you've got Denver coming out the West, right? I have them in the at least in the West Finals. In the West Finals. Against who? Phoenix? Whoever, because uh, whoever, I mean that's what I'm saying. Is it it could be Memphis, it could be State if Golden State. I don't, State I don't State believe State. in Memphis. I don't need. Not since Shannon Sharp took this soul. I don't believe in Memphis either. Like they're, I like I've always said it. Like it's in the NBA, you need a veteran on your team to win. You need like a. a They've got Stephen Adams as their veteran, and ever since Stephen right. Adams went down, that's when their problems occurred. Yep. And, and you, like other than that, it's a, it's too young of a team to win. We've never seen a team that young win. So. Well, I guess the last time a team that young has, like, if we were talking like the whole thing, it the probably going state. Yeah, yeah, the Warriors. Yeah. But that's and because. Even, and, and even then, they had Iguodala as their solid veteran. Right. But that's also because they also had a lot of luck, though. That yep, year. They, yep. They had injury luck. They had. Like, they never faced an opposing starting point guard. Like, I don't think another team has ever done that. Every round, the starting point guard was out. I don't trust Denver to get out of round two, to be honest with you. I guess we'd have, I'd have to see seeding. I'd have to see seeding first. No, I'm I'm, no. Blake, I'm blatantly saying whoever the eight teams in the playoff are, I don't even need to see the seeding. I don't trust them to get out of round two. I don't care who they play. Unless it's the Clippers, a, that'd be I the think, only one. I think there's such a deep, good team this year that, like, they're gonna walk to the to the West Finals easy. But I think it's it's just it's a matter of who they catch there, whether they can get to the finals. Because the like Clippers, if, if you're telling me that the Phoenix Suns are completely healthy, and Booker and Durant and uh, eight and all the Chris Paul, all Chris Paul, all the pieces are there. They could probably beat the the Nuggets. They will beat the Nuggets. Yeah. I know. I think the Clippers could beat the Nuggets too. No. No. They they the Clippers. Like I love Russell Westbrook. I don't really know why they added him. He had a good game last night, but they gave up one hundred and seventy five. Because Paul George. Okay, they played no. Yeah, they played no fucking defense. They played no defense well, last night. Wow. Well, he was scoring 176 points in what two overtimes? They lost 177 to 176. 176, yeah, that's insane. Man, King's really making the playoffs, yeah, super weird. I called it, I still don't believe it. 
I love Russell Westbrook, but that's such a weird fit. And with, I mean, I understand old George had his career year with Russell Westbrook, so that's why he's there. But that's just so weird. Well, no, it was like, well, Paul George was adamant about them adding Russell Westbrook. I know. And I think that was more. I don't know if it's just because he had his best year. I think it was more to do with. Well, they supposedly really well. Yeah, they supposedly really like each other. Yeah. So I mean, that was part of the reason he stayed, even though he was supposed to leave. Yeah. In OKC, and. But that'll be the first time I start watching when they left. That'll be the first time I start watching Clipper games. Is what the playoffs? No, 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 no. They got Russell Westbrook now. This will be the first time I oh. start watching a Clipper game. Oh, you mean now? Okay. Now, yeah. Well, they probably come on the same same time. He probably. Oh no, they'll probably no. come on earlier before the Lakers. Now, them and the Lakers don't necessarily always play on the same nights, and they're never at the same time. Right, like Usually the Lakers the tomorrow play. The Lakers tomorrow play at 3.30 versus Dallas. I think the Clippers have a late game. Wait, so the Lakers will play before the Clippers? The Lakers are the ABC game tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Lakers versus Oh, yeah, so that Dallas. is an early game. Wow. Oh, well, that's because it's Sunday, though. It's Sunday, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's why. The ABC game North- tonight is uh, Celtics versus the uh, Sixers. I'll be working tonight, right. so I won't be watching that. I'll be working. You got a TV on in the background? Dude, I'm a bouncer, man. I got to, yeah, I'm not watching TV, dude. Nah. Just in the background. Dudes don't know how to treat women, dude. No, I pay attention. That's why. Nah, you, yeah, exactly. You got to watch the papers. Yeah, just seven on the background. Make it white noise. No, I'm. No, I've been to enough strip clubs in my life to see that like guys don't know how to treat women. You guys don't know how to treat women. Yeah. yeah, that was the last time I fucked my back up. Was there was a really fat guy who was like acting up, and we had to toss him out. He was so yeah. fat it took like three of us to get him. It's big. Was he was he just drunk? Is that what it was? He didn't know how to treat a woman. He was just drunk. The woman was clearly out of his league, and like she like gave yeah. us the look, and we had to get him out of there. That liquid yeah. courage does it every time, boy. Yeah. Yeah, gig. most most guys who are at strip clubs are at strip clubs because they don't have great relationships with women. Yeah, and yeah. you get one or two drinks in those kind of guys, and that liquid courage usually usually goes bad. Yeah, so I actually got to pay attention. Just because I'm posting every ten seconds doesn't mean I don't pay attention. <laughs> That's how I keep myself occupied. No. Has there ever been a time like recently, like in the last few years, where like you you got worried for your safety? Um, when I do bodyguard work, and um, because sometimes like uh, the girl will say hey, and then I have to come get the guy, and like sometimes the guy is like, you know, kind of enraged. Yeah, and like yeah, it's, it it does get kind of weird. You you say enraged? Enraged, yeah. Because um, well, I'll give you an I'll give you an example. Like uh, older guy, uh, younger girl. Like he just couldn't. I don't know why, but it just wasn't like it just wasn't working for him. 
Yeah. And he was like getting mad and he was like yelling. So I, I jumped in there and he was like really, really mad. And like, I was just worried for my own safety because like I didn't want to have to do something that would maybe put me in trouble. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to hurt That's, dude. Yeah. I don't want to hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, one time I wasn't even working. I was with, uh, I was with the lady I date. She does real estate and she went to like a sketchy neighborhood. I was like, well, you can't go there by yourself. So I went with her and it was like an open house. And at the end of the night, these two dudes came in and I knew what was going on. So I just told her to stand behind me. And like, they thought she was just going to be there by by herself. And like their face turned white when they saw me. So I was like, yeah, it's a good thing. She well, was, if you didn't say anything, she was gonna go by herself. Yeah, so that's why I didn't let her go right. by herself. <laughs> they kind of were right. Just yeah, exactly. Wrong. So that's why I didn't let her go by herself. Like, that's a sketchy neighborhood. Like you're not going there by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing you were with her. Yeah, it was a good thing. It was like on a time when I wasn't like where I was like, yeah, I can go with you, but like you're not going there by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had. Uh, the my wife before uh Nia mm-hmm. like we used to we lived just off campus on East mm-hmm. in East Lansing and like she was like from Australia she was like super brave super confident and everything and she would always be like oh I'm gonna walk here I'm gonna walk there and I was always like and like in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. we lived like right I don't know if you guys know what a my what Meyer is mm-hmm. the store the the grocery the store. chain store yeah yeah we had a mire like probably about a block away. That night she'd be like, oh, "I'm gonna get the mire and I'm gonna get this and that." And like I would always insist to walk with her because like it was a campus area and like Michigan yeah. State is is known for like not being safe for women all the time. Mm-hmm. So definitely like it's totally for men. Oh yeah, like I absolutely so I, like I I would have walked that. Anytime in the middle of the night, no one would bother me or care. But you don't want to unless they were starting there. stuff. Unless they want to yeah, intentionally yeah. start stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like I got home like early in the morning last night. Like I didn't worry. I didn't jump in the Uber. I just jumped on the train. I fell asleep on the train. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't nothing I was thinking about when I got off the train. And it's and it's like it's it's one of those things where like it really is real. Like that we have an advantage as men that we can do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when I used to work down in the north side, work at the Cubs, I remember, like, taking, like, like he said, like, the bus home at, like, What were you doing for the Cubs? Night. Parking lot attendant. Oh, okay. How many years ago was this? Oh, this was, this was, uh, this was last. This was last decade, so two thousand six, two thousand seven. So I remember taking the bus and like getting, you know, taking the bus at like one and two o'clock in the morning, like and then getting off in like a sketchy, you know, my house was at the time. Getting off in like a, you know, the city, bad or whatnot. Walking, you know, two o'clock by myself. Like I couldn't imagine, like a woman. Like yeah. just walking by herself at two one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning, off the getting off the bus like with nobody like that it'd be completely different. Yeah, yeah. Shit sucks, man. 
I mean, it's mm. even a thing where, like, when when Nia like Ubers on her own, like Are you on the phone I, with her the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that every makes time. sense. Yeah. We're like, I we're like, I would never be worried about like getting in an Uber, like, at all. No, that's yeah. I had the same conversation with my mom. Like, mm. <laughs> she's like, I'll never do an Uber. Like, it's like just you can just do an Uber, and she's like, no. Yeah. Cause I mean I like like you guys know I used to travel with uh, I always took an Uber everywhere every city I visit it was so easy to take like an Uber or whatever yeah yeah because they used to send you all around the country right mm-hmm. how many years ago was that like five years ago or something oh wow it's getting up there yeah I guess it was about four or five years ago now yeah is that when you left that job yeah well I left about what is it now three years. Four We're in 2023. Years, yeah. yeah, so 2021, 20, two years. Okay. I left. But yeah, like that was, you know, it, it also helped because, you know, it, uh, not obviously not knowing the neighborhood of a place you, you first, be, you know, go into, it's kind of hard to just rent a car and be like, you know, trust the navigation system. So it's kind of easy it's easier to uh, get like a lift and just have somebody who's familiar with the area, mm-hmm. you know, drive you around and whatnot. Yeah, I remember when I used to visit Nia when she worked down in North Carolina and uh, when she first moved here. And we would like meet up in Durham because like that was the closest city to where she was. And like, we could do things because like she was so she moved over here to be with me but she had to like move over on a week work visa mm-hmm. so she started working at like a girl scout camp in a very rural part of north carolina and we met up like every weekend i would go down there and uh mm-hmm. hang out and hang out with her and on the weekend we hung out one time in like henderson north carolina the small town where she was at and there was absolutely nothing to do it was like a fucking bowling alley and denny's and that was it <laughs> So, wow. so after that, we started like, I was like, hey, you like have a friend, you, you have a few friends there who like go back to Durham for the weekend. How about you have, just have one of them drop you off? I'll get us a hotel in Durham. And we started doing like more things like go to Durham Bulls games, like go to, uh, they have a huge mall there that's like a Mall of America size mall in Durham. Mm-hmm. So, and we would Uber around and like right there in Durham also was like, tons of like the college campuses i think uh um right in the same area as like duke wake forest and north and unc are like all in the same area oh acc country yeah so you so like you had college students ubering but they they knew the area so well like you you could be in the car with them and be like hey where's like a nice place to like go get a drink and listen to music or something Mm -hmm. they knew where to take you Right. It's because it's, it's like I say it's so easy. Just like oh, you just know the area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where like if you where if we like we rented a car or something, it'd be great. We'd have a little bit more autonomy to like just jump in the car and go. But right. like, but you necessarily uh, didn't know exactly we, where you were going. Yeah, we didn't know where we were going. We didn't know where the hot spots were. Getting a ride from like a college student who lives in the town helped out mm-hmm. yeah 
So, did you guys catch any basketball? I've been watching a lot of basketball. Okay. Really? It just started back up with Thursday? Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited about the new Nets. Okay. They got blown out last night. They get blown out last night, so that tempered my excitement a little bit. But I'm excited to see, uh, like, you guys know I collect basketball cards. I've got a very mm-hmm. expensive Macau Bridges card. I've got a very expensive Cam Thomas card. And I'm hoping they both go up because I'm hoping both of those guys, like, ball out the rest of the season. Well, when you say ball out, what do you mean? Because it's very possible Macau Bridges could give you 20 to 23. Well, Macau right? Bridges had 45 right before the All-Star game. Yeah, but I'm talking about yeah. as, a, as a season average. Yeah, so I think he, I think his average might go up from like nineteen point five to like twenty four, twenty five. Oh, you, you as a, just as a net, like now that the now that they like the trade deadline's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's more accustomed. Yeah, Mikael Bridges and Cam Thomas are going to have to be their main scorers. Well, Cam Thomas comes off the bench, doesn't he? Yes. So it would be uh, him and uh, which caller, right? Uh, 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 Steph Dinwiddie? Curry or oh, Dimwitty too. Yeah. yeah, I think it's so weird. Now that I'm trying, now that they made those moves, it's hard to go. Oh yeah, so and so's on that team. They've got a good team. I think a, they're still going to make the playoffs, but they're going to oh, get bumped sure. in round one. For sure, they're going to make the playoffs. I think it depends on who they play in round one. I wouldn't take them over any team in the. In the top four, no. who's the top four? Um, right now it's the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, Sixers, and then I'm blanking on four. Is it like who's four? Is it Miami? Is it is the Knicks? Who is it? Is it Cleveland? Is it Cleveland? Last time I checked, it was it was my it was Brooklyn, but that I think that was before. It's the Cavaliers and then the Nets. So the yeah, Cavaliers, the Cavaliers are four. The Nets are five. So if the season ended today, it would be the Cavaliers. Be the Cavaliers. The Nets. Yeah, I wouldn't. And I don't. And, yeah. and no, 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 no. Donovan Mitchell. No, they're not getting past them. Where's Miami? It depends on how. Well, it depends on how healthy Cleveland is. Miami is seven. Yeah, Miami right is now. that low? Behind the behind the Knicks. They just got Kevin Love, and he did nothing last night. Yeah, he well, he only took four shots, but he was zero for four. Yeah, because I, I watched. watched it. Well, it's it's probably the fact that he only took four shots. Like <laughs> that's not enough to get a rhythm. I mean, I mean, I mean to tell you how much he's probably washed. Like the Cavaliers mm-hmm. didn't need to buy him out. No, they just bought him out out of the kindness. Right? Yeah, they're they're in fourth place, and they just bought him out. Because they didn't see him really helping out in their playoff rotation, right? Chetty, That's part like, of it is Chetty Osmond has like started playing really well in that. Well, regardless, spot. well, regardless, they still wasn't playing Kevin Love though. No, so <laughs> they wanted to do right by him, which is another reason they released him. Hey guys, I gotta go. Like my dad is calling. I gotta go. All right, all right, guys. No, I, I just got to go. Y'all could do the show without me. I'm sorry. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I, I just got to right. go. All right. I can see 
I can see the Raptors getting into the playoffs now that I'm looking at it. Because I don't believe in the Hawks. The Hawks, the Hawks are like in such a bad spot right now. <laughs> they're in eighth, but like they're in such a bad spot as a team. Well, they they just hired Quinn. Yeah, they did. So you you know the rule, new coach syndrome. That's it worked for them last time. That's how Nate McMillan got the job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they started with the eight. So maybe, maybe. But the only difference is, I, I think they they they've got a problem with Dejounte Murray and Trey Young. Trey Young, who both play the same position, do the same things. <laughs> and like, well, they want Trey. The whole purpose of Deontay Murray, Deontay Murray, was to get Trey to play off the ball. Yes, and he's not doing it. And yeah, and doesn't want to do it. And got a coach fired for trying to make him do it. <laughs> So yeah. So that's not good. It's not good. That's why. That's why I can see like the Raptors moving over. I. I don't. I don't believe in the Wizards who are in ten spot. I mean, these are. I mean, it's it's ten spots essentially because the four. So for the playing rule, so. Yeah. Like I think the Bulls will make the playoffs. I mean, the play-in. Uh, Indiana's finally came back to earth because they were like crazy that the Magic and Pacers are actually within like distance of getting into the playoffs into the plan. Well, that's well, they're mostly in the distance of getting the plan than the actual playoffs, though. Right, but if you get in the plan, anything can happen. Uh, I mean, yeah, not really. I mean, getting into like if they if they made it. They'd be facing like the Bucks and the Celtics. Like they're not beating those teams in a four-game series. They might get a game. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Is that I, I think they could get through the play-in and get into the playoffs. I don't. Yeah, I, right. I honestly don't. I wouldn't see the Pacers or Magic beating Celtics or the Bucks at all. Kind of. I mean, for I guess for either for the Pacers and the Magic. It doesn't really matter where they land. They're kind of in the unique position, both teams, where uh, especially the Pacers, where they can kind of draft as long as they're in the lottery, they can draft and go for whatever they need and yeah. still help the team. Where and then the Magic, because of the benefit of having the Bulls pick, yeah, if it if it goes past four, which most likely will. They kind of also in a unique benefit. They got two picks as long as one is in a lottery, they'll yeah. they'll be fine. And then they also have assets they could trade, which sounds like Markel Fultz's uh, 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 stock is rising again. And I like that magic I'm, team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody will take a chance on Suggs if they were if they ever decided to trade him. And then there was talks of. Uh, well, they well, get rid of Bo Bamba. Well, there's or, rumors that they're going to go after giving Van Vliet. Like, I'm yeah. Why? Which I, would mean they're probably going to clear the decks of like the guys they currently have at guard. Yeah. So I think I think probably well they got they just got rid of R.J. Hampton. They yep, just waved him. Who's a piston? 
so I think the only I think the only likelihood is probably Cole Hamp. Cole oh, Anthony is probably Stanley. It's probably Stan, yeah. and then they might. If Cole Anthony maybe can Markel play Fultz. off the ball, Cole Anthony can play off the ball. Right, maybe Marco Fultz, but, but I, I yeah, do Marco think, like you, I do think, like you said, you get rid of Suggs probably. Yeah, they probably end up trading Fultz though and Suggs. Well, yeah. uh, well, maybe maybe Markel Fultz. They'll probably keep Suggs though because. I think there's a lot of people that just want to see a turnaround for him in that organization, and they don't want to like trade, give up too easy on them. And then they also have uh, Isaac, who might, if they again, if they decide to give up on him, yeah, or get a value, you know, some kind of value worth, they might. That that's at least those are two assets right there they could trade yeah. to something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, so like really, yeah. you look at you look at the roster and you go, "We're building around Franz Wagner and Banchero." Yeah, and yeah, and then and then the team, and then we just maybe if we could bring in a Fred VanVleet and then draft something with either our pick or the Bulls pick, that's right. good. Like now we've got four guys going. They just slowly build the roster around that, which they kind of have. I mean, yeah. depending on. Depending on what you want to do with, like I say, um, the Wendell Carters of the world and the the Bow Bowls and and the other guys that they have, they 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 have somewhat of a, a bench. Uh, but then it also depends on, like I say, it depends on what they do with with Fultz and Suggs and 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 the other guys I mentioned. Um, but but they they're definitely like like if they. Decide if they had two picks to the next year, decided to use one on Bronny or just the one pick they wanted to use on Bronny. And, you know, LeBron decides to change his tune and come to, to Orlando. That's, that's a nice roster to have. <laughs> I think, I think now that, now that they've got Bronny projected to be a lottery pick, I think he's going to move up two or three spots just on the fact that like somebody's going to be like, we're going to take him on the chance that LeBron means what he says and he's going to come play for us. Well, like if, like, you're tell- like if you're telling me like the heat, for instance, are fall out of the playoffs that year, they they land in like the nine spot or something. You tell me they're not going to take Bronny to bring LeBron back to to the heat. Yeah, they probably will. They probably won't, though. That's probably one of the few teams that m- won't do it, though. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> Pat Riley's still in charge, and they, and they, and they believe more in long term than short term. Uh, that was funny. That story that came out around the trade deadline, where like they had a team that was willing to take Lowry, and they yeah. couldn't finish the deal because Pat Riley Pat was Riley asleep. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's time I mean, to retire, man. It's time to retire when you're so old you can't even like stay up. Yeah, take uh, a nap. Yeah, take a, a nap in the middle of the trade deadline. <laughs> I mean, that should keep you up right there, trade deadline, like because I mean, it wasn't like nothing happened. Pat Riley would have been doing so much coke; he would have been awake for a week. I don't know if he was doing coke though. He was—he was one of the more more 
Good guys. He was one of the good guys. He was LA. Yeah, but he was one of the good guys though. He wasn't he wasn't out partying like the other dudes. All right, so maybe, I don't know. Maybe fucking. <laughs> I don't know if he was doing <laughs> coke like that. He was one of the few. He was what he was one of the few you can say. You know, he was he was a family man. You know, we'll have to so wait till we'll out. have to wait till season two of Winning Time to see if he's yeah. <laughs> he was, he went out the unless he unless I'm sure he's like he saw it on uh what you call it he saw it on the players when they was yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he saw with Spencer Haywood. Yeah, it was Spencer Haywood. Like, that's a case study right there. It's like, what? <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's what it does. No, and then, and then he played, too. So I'm sure he saw it. Oh, oh, for sure, yeah. He played in, like, the 70s when... I'm sure he saw it. Oh, for sure. sure it was... I'm sure it was a normal occurrence, like you know, hand hand so and so his towel and his bag of coke. Like, like they didn't think nothing of it. I'm sure back in those days. Because I thought, like, I thought Bret Hart was one of the good guys, and then I watched this like wrestling documentary, and from his own mouth, he's like, "It was the '80s. We were all doing coke," and he's yeah. like, and he's like, uh, and then he admits to using steroids. Which is he admits weird. that, yeah, he admits that in the eighties, he was doing steroids. He goes, by the time like I was a single star, I wasn't. There's like years. He's like, if you look at like the eighty three, or you look at the third uh, WrestleMania, he's like, when we were out there, he's like, I'm Jack. I mean, was he though? <laughs> I mean, for, for I mean for him, like I I I went back and watched it after I saw the interview. And he's got like yeah. sho- he's got more like shoulders than normal. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The like, shoulder thing is always a big telltale sign of maybe steroids. Yeah, like he's got like he's got like the eighties WWE shoulders. And then like in the nineties you look at it and he doesn't have those shoulders. Right, because he yeah, like you say, he stopped and and it's yeah, that, yeah. that so he come was, down. He, he, but but he was being open about it. And he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I used to do coke on coke at parties and stuff." And he's like, "But like, he's like, I was very lucky. I was one of the guys who could like do coke at a party and then not need coke the next day." Right. He's like Nightheart and uh, British Bulldog. Like, like they needed it. They needed it to the point where like they were doing crack cocaine, both of them. Yeah, I think it probably. I think eventually. Uh, Jim slowed down, but yeah, I don't think so much for British Bulldog. <laughs> I, think no. he, I think he got the worst of them, unfortunately. Yeah, they. I mean, it's it's now famous that that like SummerSlam where he wins over Bret Hart and gets the Intercontinental Championship is like considered like mm-hmm. an all time great match. That like he was fucked up, coked out of his mind, coked out of his mind, which is so weird, and, and, man. And and Bret Hart's calling the match as it goes. And like right. gets this like amazing match out of him where people are like, that British Bulldog is a genius wrestler. He's so great. Right. He's like no. he's so great. <laughs> nah. It's so weird because it's it's so weird with, with wrestling too. Like you like as a kid, you go, Oh, that was like a great match, and then like you rewatch it, it's like, 
oh, well, that's what happened. Now it's like, like, like I saw the other day, like, um, like the, when, when, like in the uh, 2000s, when, when Vince was like doing the ECW thing, yeah, he was paying super crazy, like $500 a week. And so that's why, and so that's why he quit. And I didn't like when you're watching though, you don't know that he quit. He's just not on TV no more. So you're like, oh, maybe so and so, and and you just never see him. And like, obviously that was before the internet or whatnot. And now like knowing that, it's like, well, that that kind of explains it. And it was weird that he agreed in the first place to do it yeah. for so long. It's just it's just like things like that. That's like it's crazy. And it's it's always funny because watching uh young Rock, he always tells like the stories and whatnot. Yeah. And like the and and so like yesterday's episode, he was telling about like uh like right after he did like Saturday Night Live, like how he was like unsure about like being an actor or whatever. He was getting ready for WrestleMania two thousand. And then like he I guess he in this time gave his parents like a house and all the guys back then from like the eighties like came uh to like how they had like a little party or whatever and Hulk came and they had a conversation and like supposedly Hulk like gave him great advice and it's like weird that in this time in two thousand like they don't know at this moment but like in another two years like they're gonna have one of the greatest matches ever. Yeah. And it's so weird, like going like, oh, they had this relationship, going back to when when The Rock was a kid, essentially. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where like it's like behind the curtain, so much to speak, and it's yeah. it, it's like you just don't know so much, like the, like you said, the steroid thing. Yeah, and like and like like we watched that Bret Hart uh, uh, British Bulldog match. Right, and like as kids, like none of us knew that he was coked out of his mind. Like you just don't know that. And right now, you go back and you look at it with like fresh eyes, like knowing that you like look at him and he's like his eyes are glazed over at different parts of the map. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, but it, but it it it's why like I I always say like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are two of the best wrestlers of all time because they didn't only like get their stuff off. Like they, they got were, everybody else off. Yeah, they got they like. Uh, I remember watching the Bret Hart uh, Stone Cold, and Stone Cold mm-hmm. said, "You're to me, you're the best wrestler of all time because you yeah. could get it because you could get a match like you could get a five star match out of a freaking broom or a mop." Yeah, yeah. Like, like you and a mop could be a five star match. You could get a right. And like him and Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle was like that too. Oh yeah, Kurt Angle, Angle get a five star sure. match out of anybody. Yep. Especially when he was when he was going through his little thing too in TNA, yeah. he was putting on some good matches in TNA, low key. Yeah, but he was but he was just I mean it, to hear that from Stone Cold who worked with a lot yeah. of the, the top guys to say like I I knew when I was wrestling you. That like it was going to be a legendary match because that right. you you knew what to do to get us there. Yeah, because that's what sucks too about when when he got the uh, the neck thing is yeah. because 
that was what was gonna happen, and then that like that was that was gonna be big. Like that wasn't just gonna be like a one off thing. That was gonna be a big rivalry. Like it was leading towards those two guys, and then and yeah. like I know he, I know he felt that way too because he talked about something else, and he was and I think he was talking about the injury at another point, and he mentioned he mentioned something similar like that about Brett, and and like hearing him talk about like him. Hunter, The Rock, and then and then Mick, like those guys are like really his. He loves those guys because they yeah. were so protective of him. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, you, so it, and when you think about that match, like if you went back and you watched that Stone Cold versus Bret Hart match. Again, mm-hmm. like the drama, the way that it builds, and then like gets to the point where he's like covered in blood. And I normally hate blood in wrestling, right? But his face is covered in blood, and he's in the sharpshooter, and he won't tap, and he just passes out. Passes out, yeah. And it's like, oh my god! Like they don't do wrestling like that anymore, right? Right. And it's like whenever they try to recreate it, it's not the same because of that. No. Because of that feeling, it's like I remember when that happens. Like every time I see that new, I go back to that moment of when he's right. like trying to get out and he doesn't. He doesn't. He just passes out. And when you and when you when you're finished with that match, like both guys are so over. Yeah. Like because they just fought this brutal match, and like neither of them really lost. Right, and it's like it's just it was it was crazy. Yeah, man. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was one. It's, it's probably like one of those. It, like I said, it's one of those moments where you just like it'll every time somebody like tries to reduplicate it, you just go back to it. Yeah. It's the it's the the uh. It's the the Undertaker throwing off throwing mankind off the, yeah. the top of the hell cell, yeah. and you're like, wow! It, it, like like going back to what we said earlier, like watching that like the first time, it was so amazed because it's like, oh my god, he just threw him <laughs> like twenty. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they'll ever like fully do it again, but they do a lot. Of no, where like two guys the, are on yeah. the side and the, and they're hitting each other and they're hitting each other, and then one of them falls off and goes through the table. Right, like, I, I don't think they're ever gonna have someone lodge, lodge off the fucking cell again. Like that's right, and it's yeah, like I like they I like they might that. try to yeah, but it's it won't like yeah, it Mick won't Foley be the same. His, no, because it's amazing. Mick Foley didn't break his neck completely. Oh, absolutely! Not, like, not only that, it was amazing. He was able to stand after yeah. that, like in the in the moment, like he was standing as if it didn't even happen. Yeah, no, no one's do, no one's doing that spot again. Like, like you no. saw, like you saw um, when Uncle Howdy did that flip off like a three story thing. Right. And yeah. They, 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 and they've got it on like the, they've got the color on the screen all off. Uh, so it's it's like darker. You you've got mm-hmm. the uh, you you've got like what's clearly um, like a foam padding that they right. on. So, like yeah. We're never going to see someone just like thrown onto a freaking table and then land on like concrete, basically. Right. Ever. It's just not going to happen. No. We've seen they they tried to do that spot in AEW last year with Jericho. Oh. 
if you rem- if you go back and you look at it, but like they got they got so ridiculed because they threw Jericho onto what looked like metal panels, but they were cardboard, and then underneath of it there was like a pillow padding. And so, really? so yeah, so like he they have him like thrown off the top, and then uh, they they were stupid. They didn't. They showed it from a weird angle. They showed it from an up angle so that it showed mm-hmm. like it showed all of the pillow padding that he landed on, and made it look weaker than weaker than it actually was. Yeah, like like they didn't show L.A. Knight the other day, like in that a pitch black match they didn't show him like from an up angle they just showed like his legs falling through the thing like so you, you don't know what he's landed on that's weird uh, uh, so yeah yeah I'm, I found it on YouTube here, and it was like it was that so match specifically that match. Yep, yep, yep. I'm getting it right now. Uh, share, copy link. You've got to watch this. So I got to get your reaction to this. I'm sending it right now into the Dream Team thing because, like, they were trying to like. It's it's hilariously bad. Like they're both bloody, but they're both because it's AEW. And it, but they're like, oh, how long ago was this? Uh, this was last year. It was it was last year when MJF and him were like feuding heavy. Oh, I think I remember, but maybe not because I think you, somebody was talking it? Have about you seen it. Link yet? Yeah, I got it. I'm pulling it up now. I'm hitting play. Oh. It looks so fucking weak. Oh, yeah. It's not the same. No. It's not even and, rolling and the they same. Even have, they even have Jim Ross like, my God. And yeah. Like, no, no. It's not the same, man. He threw him like 10 feet definitely... onto the pillows. I know, right? It's like he barely pushed him. <laughs> he barely pushed him. Oh, oh, it's like, oh, here we go, I guess. Yeah, and then they have Jim Ross being like, by God. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Ross, we we know you saw the original. (laughs) I know, you were there. Like, it was at your feet. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Just trying to. That I think somebody called him like the best non-person because he promotes he promotes everything. Yeah. About wrestling, I think it was uh, Eric Bischoff called him yeah. like the best. Or no, maybe it was Stone Cold. It might have been Stone Cold. Who one of them? Like he's the best. Oh, maybe it was, or it might have been Paul Heyman. One of those three people. Like he's the best person in wrestling because he can get anything over in wrestling. Yeah. But stuff like that they that they give him to try to get over, man. It's like Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. Right. It's I mean, like, and, uh... and, and like and like and like I get it. Like they should they should 
have these guys landing on like fucking pads now. Like, right. Like, we shouldn't be throwing dudes three stories off of a steel cage, like onto like a table. Correct. <laughs> Maybe but, not do that. <laughs> like, but like, also, like, let's try to stop doing that spot since it's not going right. to look as cool. It's never going to look as cool. Right. Right. Like, or or at least make it unique in a different way. Yeah. Like, don't necessarily do the sh- the exact same spot exactly the same like, way. I remember like, a few years ago it was Dolph Ziggler and um, uh, I want to say Seth Rollins, and they were both on the side of the steel cage. Oh. And Seth Rollins like hits him with an elbow, and he and Dolph is fairly high up. And then Dolph just like drops through the table, but it was like safer than like mm-hmm. being thrown off the top. Where he basically like, if you watch the McFoley spot, like he basically misses the table. Yeah, that was supposed to be like the padding kind of. Ew. So, what is your Mello and your Lauren Jackson award this week? Ooh. We got to make up for Raph not having have being able to give one, so we got to have like good ones. Oh, that's a good one. What was? I guess mine. Mine was. It was. I guess my one of mine was. Was uh, it was it was the All Star Game being in Utah. First of all, yeah. Whoever put whoever put the All Star Game in Utah deserves the fucking Carmelo Award. Well, like I get it though. It's like new owner Dwayne Wade's there. Yeah, you guys, you know, new. You know, you want to make you know you want to make it seem like the league is equal. You know, it's the same. Miami's the same as Utah. Yeah. Is the same as New York. Same as Cal, you know L A. But it's not. It isn't. It isn't. It's not as much no. as we want it to be. It's not like no. All... I feel I feel like the atmosphere that they were playing in is part of what led to a bad All Star game. Yeah, and 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 it you know as much like I say as much as we want it to be, all thirty teams are not all thirty teams are not equal. Just like all thirty cities, you know, or twenty five cities aren't equal. Or yeah. twenty whatever cities aren't equal. Like, it, Sacramento isn't the same as L.A. Like, it's just not. Orlando's not the same as Miami. No. Take that as however you want to take it. Is it's no offense, but Chicago isn't the same as Cleveland, for example. Like, Brooklyn isn't the same as Manhattan, and those are in the same exact spots. You know, that's still New York, but there's a difference between Brooklyn and Manhattan. Like. There's just it just is like as much as we like it to not be that way, it just is. Yeah, <laughs> it just is. My my, my <laughs> mellow award is going to go to Shea Gibbs Alexander for his comments this week about being better than LeBron at the same age. Oh yeah, because he was yeah because he, he, like, he was he cherry picked like four stats. And he's like I'm better at him than this and this and this. So I'm. I'm a better player than LeBron. And it's like, okay, you're on OKC. You're like, 
you're getting off like 31 points a game, but like right. if, if they were a winning team, you wouldn't be getting off 31 points per game. Correct. Like, like you're you're on a losing team, like a, a somewhat losing team, like LeBron. LeBron at that age was getting 28 points per game, but he was doing it for a playoff team. Right. That shouldn't have been a playoff team. <laughs> shouldn't have been a playoff team. <laughs> like you have more assets than LeBron did at your age. Like yes. there's a big difference. <laughs> like you have lottery pick after lottery pick on your team. LeBron didn't have that luxury. Nope. It's a big difference. Uh yeah. I th- who else was I gonna give it to? I guess my Lauren Jackson, I guess. Oh, you were going to give your Lauren Jackson award to the to the people who reviewed uh, Ant Man and the, the new Ant Man movie. Well, no, my so that was another one. My that's another one. My um my mellow award also goes to these people who keep and they they're picking on this Ant Man movie and they're and it happened. It happened with phase four because people didn't like one or two things out of phase four. So they made it a whole thing. And then like yesterday I saw this, I was scrolling on YouTube and this one video popped up and this girl, like she was like, Oh, I left an hour and a half or hour, 20 minutes after and what, when she went to go see him and then left an hour and, and 20 minutes. And she was like, Oh, I, I don't know why the CG was bad and all this other stuff. And it's like, and then, and then she goes, Oh, well, uh, I'm 23. I'm like, well, that, that tells me everything right there. Like you, you don't know anything before Iron Man. Like, no, you, you don't know the struggles of trying to get a blade Trinity movie off the ground. Like you, you don't know getting a Ghost Rider film off the ground or trying to get a yeah. Justice League film to finally shoot, even though it's been in production for months and upon years, or the fact that it took this Black Adam movie fifteen years to make, or this Flash movie ten years to make. Like you don't know those struggles, <laughs> so. <laughs> So for you to be like, oh, you know, the Ant Man movie is not all this because of CG and other eyes. Like, well, yeah, you're spoiled. You're spoiled. You're spoiled. Yeah, you're spoiled. it is. It is these reviewers that are just so spoiled. It is. It's. It's so weird. It's. You've been the 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 MCU has spoiled these reviewers so much that now. If they make one mistake, if they do something not right, if it's off track slightly, it's oh well. Marvel owes us an apology for everything because of this movie. They they don't deserve to make movies anymore because been, you didn't like one or two films. <laughs> I've been much more forgiving of this uh, this phase. Like I I love the Eternals movie. I love the Shang Chi movie. Yeah. Uh, I loved Wakanda Forever. Uh, yeah, she did like Wakanda Forever as well. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like the new Thor: Love and Thunder movie. I thought that was like, yeah. That's that got that's to the fair. point where it was like ninety five percent jokes, like five yeah. percent actual movie. 
And then the other one that I didn't like is I didn't like the uh, Doctor Strange movie. And that's me. That's a, a taste thing because, like, I don't like Sam Raimi movies that much. No, like, well, I, yeah, and, you are never gonna like it then. No, and like, <laughs> directed. Yeah, that movie is like all Sam Raimi, like the yeah. zombie, like the zombie version of Doctor Strange. And it was just, it was bad. But I get that if it like you love Sam Raimi, like that's great Sam Raimi movie for you. Yeah, that's 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 the epitome of a Sam Raimi film. Right. <laughs> Almost. That and and I guess also Spider-Man 2. Those are probably yes. Those are probably in essence if you wanted to describe Sam Raimi as just a general to like just a general person, the way he directs is probably those two movies. Yeah. For, for everything, for for you know anything that just doesn't even have to do with comic books, from the way he paces to the way he he does or whatever is probably yeah. those two films right there. Yeah, but I've, I've, so, I've yeah. been I I've been a fan of the Phase Four stuff, but like I I'm I'm good at like sitting down and just kind of enjoying what I get rather than like comparing it. To yeah, the the earlier Phase One stuff like. Yeah, and it's like, oh well, this isn't good as that or not. Well, it's like, well, no one was like screaming up and down for like the Incredible Hulk when it came out. No one's is is telling me that 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 the Cap- Captain America: The First Avenger is the greatest Marvel movie they've seen. Like no, like no one is 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 screaming doing a Tom Cruise dance off of Captain Marvel. Like the first the three phases. Yeah, like the first three phases were all like A plus films, da da da. Like there's hit and misses in those as well. Like were the dark like the yeah, it's like like the like the Thor one is probably the biggest one of the biggest ones in there. That and probably uh, Guardians too. It's probably Thor is very weird because like I like the original one. I did yeah. like Dark Age, the Dark Age. Uh, dark world. I, I dark world. I loved. I loved. Love Ragnarok. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. That was some fun. That was like just enough Taika Waititi. Yeah, it was like fun, but it was still like reined in. And then right. that movie did so well that they just let Taika Waititi do Taika Waititi. And yeah, like, <laughs> Thor Love. He did it too much. Like, he did it too much. He did, yeah, he did. He did. It was like way too much. It was. It was too way pure, too much. Like, too pure Taika Waititi. <laughs> yeah, which which kind of begs the question, I guess maybe, at least for Thor, should they maybe just do a different director every time? Which it seems like, up until Taika, that's what they kind of did because each film had a different director. Except now, Love and Thunder and Ragnarok is made by the same person. Yeah, and so now it seems. It, it it does seem like because all these people are up in arms that they'll they'll reduce the the number of projects going forward and yeah. they'll push them to certain years like like things will get pushed off to the next year that normally would have came out the same year and then things will kind of uh get more treatment like i think that's probably why captain marvel got pushed back to November instead of July, even well, and then it got it first got pushed back from February to 
to July, switch places with Ant Man, which I think probably hurt Ant Man more. My favorite series that I wish they would have made a move made it into a movie instead was the Hawkeye series. Yeah, like I I would have loved if they would have made that a movie, and then like expand like they're going to expand and give Echo her own series. Yeah, I wish they would have given her like. Uh, like I think you could have made the Hawkeye movies a set of movies, and then given like her her own standalone like second movie with uh, the Haley Steinfeld. Uh, well, I don't think I don't think they wanted to to budget it that way. Like I don't think they wanted because with with it it's different from like a a budget standpoint between a movie yeah. and a series. And then it's also the release then. Now you gotta worry about you know the release of, of it actually filming, you know, when it comes out and, and then you gotta pay attention to like, oh, you you know, it, it can't be like two it can't be like the next week. Like it can't come out like Ant Man just came out. It can't come out like next week. Like Right. <laughs> but then you also you know, got Guardians two coming out in May, like it can't come out next month either. Like you know, right. you have to kind of find a balance too. Even you know, especially when you're doing four films in a year, it it it, it sucks because that I mean that that was another thing too. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Iron War, Armor Wars was one of the things that eventually uh, it looks like will become a movie that started out as a series, and I think it was just because of the pacing of what it was and and the story it, it all depends on the story and like saying the budget too because they i think they realized that they weren't telling the right story in the series for that character for armor wars and i think with hawkeye i think the possibility was because a lot of it had to do with they wanted Haley steinfeld and because of her schedule I think it helped that it was a series and not a movie because I think she was also filming the what you call it or she just finished filming the the series that she did for like Apple TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did. So so that also came into play too. They really wanted Haley Steinfeld and that's also the reason it came out when it did. Yeah. Uh cuz they had to go around her schedule. <laughs> yep. So so that's 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 mostly what it is. But yeah, I, I think if they condensed it it probably made it to a movie. It it it's hard though because I'm not sure you could have made it into a movie just because it it falls under the category of the Ant-Man thing where it's not a character, it's not a known necessarily character like the Iron Man's and the Thor's of the world. Yeah. And so even though you've seen him before, you know, in Avengers and Thor when he first showed up and, you know, all these other places, it's hard to go. Now we're going to make a movie about him. Uh, yeah. the, the hardcore people would, but is the general audience got to do it too? And that's that's also something that has to be considered. But it would have been nice though. That would have been nice. So, where's your Lauren Jackson Award? Ooh, I guess it would have to be. 
Stone Cold. Really? Yeah, because Eric Bischoff was retelling the story of... uh, Also, I got to give a retro Lauren Jackson to Kobe, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett. All right. Because over the last month, over the last month, I've heard some of the funniest and best stories about these three people. (laughs) And Obviously, they went about winning in different ways, but those obviously are the three, one of the three best players ever. And yeah, they're three, of the, they're three of the best players of that early 2000s. And hearing the stories of those guys, yeah, like in a normal, like Demarcus Cousin has a story, a funny, a hilarious story of like him versus Tim Duncan in the game, yeah. and he was like. He was like, oh, you know, trying to talk trash to him. And Timmy didn't say anything. And then he's like, it was like coming up on like the fourth quarter. And he just goes for like 16 straight. <laughs> and then goes, good job, big fella. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's just those hilarious stories, man. It's like the Shump story about Kobe in the garden. That's always a classic story when he's like, he guarded him the first three quarters great. And Kobe goes, does the same thing. He's like, good job, you know, dude. And he's like, we got a whole other quarter left. And he's like, good job. You did good. And then Kobe goes off in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just those stories, man. And then um, seeing Powell with Kobe's daughters at the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Paul Gasol too, by the way. Paul Gasol is my Lord Jackson because he, he because of that and because he won. You he called it about his team. He won it. for the rookie. Then I saw his team. I'm like, how rookie did he challenge. Get, somebody get this dude as a GM. He knows how to draft. Yeah, yeah. He had Scott so, so that last yeah. year's rookie of the year. Paolo Benchero, who's going to be this year's rookie of the year. Benedict Matherin, who's going to be the runner-up for rookie of the year. Jaden Ivey, who's going to be third place for rookie of the year. Like and then he and then he got Grand Theft Al- Alvarado who ended up being the yeah that was that was probably the biggest one he got is Jose because Jose actually cared because <laughs> right. the other guys was just too you know being cool or whatever during the game Jose was the yeah. only one out there hustling and, and like attacking the rim nonstop because that because that too people are arguing about the All Star game every once in a while the rookie that rookie game sometimes is kind of like an All Star game too where guys yep. kind of don't want to show off too much and yep. kind of want to fill each other out and whatnot and he was the only one kind of like going ninety driving to the hoop every so often like he was he was talking on the mic he he was one of the best parts of that that game and it it made sense that he won MVP so yeah pal pal put together the right team. It was him and somebody else, too, because Banchero started the first, I think the first game, it was Banchero and Jose, and then I forgot who else took over with with Jose, but it was Jose and somebody else in, like, the second game, and I can't remember who it was. But but yeah, ever in those rookie-sophomore games was back when they used to do a rookie versus sophomore. The sophomore. Mm -hmm. And and it was just one game, not, like, a tournament like they do now. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Kyrie won MVP of mm-hmm. his rookie year and his sophomore year. Sophomore year, yeah. And That's he balled bad, out yeah. in both those games and, like, was embarrassing guys. Yeah. But and like I, I said – I forget who the Pistons player is, 
uh, it was one of our draft point guards at the time, and he he like Ooh. throws the ball. Off, he throws the ball in the game off the dude's head, bounces it back to him, and then like crosses him up. It was a guard. It was a guard. Was it? Ooh. Uh, 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 was it uh, Brandon Jennings? No, because Brandon oh, no. Jennings started. I'm sorry, Brandon Jennings was Milwaukee. Who am I thinking of? I, I, I think I know who it is, but I and it was that it was those years, yes. It was in it was in one of the rookie sophomore games. Was it the same with Kyrie? It was the same uh, way with Kyrie, though? Yes. Yes. I'm just trying to remember who the guy was. Uh, uh, let's see. What year was Kyrie drafted? 2010? 2012. 2012. It was Andre Drummond was drafted that year by the Pistons. Yeah, Andre Drummond was good in them. We, had, we also had a guard. Hmm. Chris Middleton. Let me see. It was one of those games, though, right? It was. It was one of those games. Rookie. Brandon Knight. Oh yeah, Brandon Knight. Yeah, I was trying to think of who it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's who it was. It was Brandon Knight, who he who he threw the ball off his head. It bounces back to him, and then he crosses Brandon Knight, leaves him in the dust, and takes it to the hoop. And it was at that moment. Oh was, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I remember I was, that now. And I was just like, "That's the end of Brandon Knight's career, right there." Yeah, then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't exactly uh, great for Brandon Knight. He just kept getting traded there. Yeah. Wasn't all wasn't right. fun for him. All right, well, I gotta call it a podcast. This is pretty good. All right, all right, guys. Uh, so, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, wherever you get your podcast, hit subscribe. And if you want to come chat with us uh, as the playoffs start and the uh, run to the playoffs, go to Facebook up in the top search bar, type the Dream Team, and just. Tell us who your favorite team is, or just like, just just want to join the group, and we'll let you in. Come chat with us. Oh, yeah, right. that was 2012. Yeah. All right. Later. Later. Or maybe.